Hey everybody, it's Ferran Waziak with the IASIS podcast. And I'm Matt Geckel with Celebrites Carved from Unallocated. Waz, thanks so much for having us on the show today. We really appreciate it. Absolutely, and thank you for having us on your show today. That's right, yeah. So we're doing a, a bit of a crossover episode. Really exciting because it's for Celebrites, our very first uh, video podcast. Something that we are interested in doing and what better opportunity than to sit here with a great partner uh, of ours, IASIS, here and, and uh, have a chance to talk. And it's our, IASIS's first in-person podcast. So this is uh, groundbreaking for, for both institutions. Very cool. Very exciting stuff. So before we get started, mainly for my listeners, because I presume most of yours know what IASIS is, what is IASIS? IASIS is the International Association of Computer Investigative Specialists. Uh, it was founded in 1991 in Oregon uh, by a group of law enforcement officials. Um, by today's standards, we have, I believe, 2,864 active members. A majority of them are in North America, um, but it's a global organization. Um, our focus is on digital forensics training and digital forensics certifications. Very cool. And so we're here at sunny, luckily today. It's been raining all week, Orlando, Florida. Uh, we are in the middle, or you guys are in the middle of your train, your big training event, the big one every year yep. uh, that happens down here. Um, so I know what we call, refer to kind of, you know, colloquially as the big room. That's your, your big, your basic computer forensic examiner training. Yes. And that comes with a certification. Uh, that comes with a certification once you pass a certification process. Okay. Yes. Can you talk to that just a little bit? I know you can't go into details on the actual cert. Yeah, yes, it's a, it's a two-week course here in sunny Orlando, uh, then followed by the certification process, which is a, uh, a giant practical as well as a uh, written exam. Okay, and so not an easy process, something not an, that takes months, months uh, to complete. Months, um, it's uh, pretty, uh, pretty involved uh, to the point where they even assign you a peer review coach to uh, help you, not as a lifeline, but as a mentor to guide you in the process. So it's a, 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 not, a, not a gimme class by any means. Uh, no, not, not whatsoever. Consider it a digital forensics boot camp. Yeah, okay, I got you. And I know the, the CFCE, the, the certification, widely regarded as the, almost the standard in the computer forensics world. Yes, globally. Yep, and so that, so that sets the, the, the foundation for computer forensics examiners, if you earn that certification, you're pretty much regarded, you're in expert territory at that point. Yes. Now, outside of that, you guys have uh, some specialized classes as well. We do. We have, I believe we're running 11 specialized, wow. okay. 11 specialized classes. Uh, those will include our uh, mobile device forensics class, our, um, uh, we have a Windows forensics class, uh, we have, um, along with... You have a lot of classes. A lot of classes. <laughs> I mean, we have OSINT. Uh, you know, uh, if, you, if you're preparing to um, uh, start up your own forensic lab for certification, we have classes in that. Uh, we offer RAM analysis. Uh, it's a, a full array of classes available on our website. Very cool. And then you have the ICMDE, the uh, Mobile Device Examiner yes, certification. That's a, yes. Similar, but not, I don't think, as, uh, as in-depth as the BCFE. It's Correct. Still uh, a process? Correct. Uh, the MDF, uh, Mobile Device Forensics uh, class, is one week. We offer two one-week classes here in Orlando, and that's uh, followed with that is the, the certification process, which follows the same parameters as the CFCE certification. Very cool. Um, so 1991, you guys started in 1991. You've been yes. around forever. I know when we were 
we were uh, we had our vendor night last night. So a after training class, we you know have a chance to get on and talk a little bit about what Celebrite is. And it was kind of mentioned in there because Celebrite has IASIS members and instructors that are here, and some of them have been members for just about that long. Mm -hmm. So you guys have people that have been members for 91, what is that, 30 plus years now? Yes. And then you guys have members that are starting a week ago. Yeah, that is so correct. That's really impressive, very good, very cool Yes, stuff. it's a good run, yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool. So Matt, while we talked about IASIS, uh, most of our viewers, both my viewers, your viewers, our viewers, they know what Celebrite is, but can you, can you go into uh, Celebrite a little bit? Yeah, so Celebrite, we're a digital forensics company, or dig digital intelligence might be a better way to put it. Everyone pretty much knows us for our mobile device extraction and decoding capabilities. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that we got our start at Celebrite as, uh, well, back in, back in the early 2000s when you would bring your phone into the, uh, to the, the, the carrier to get a new phone yep. and they would say, hey, do you want us to transfer your contacts yes. over? And they would hook it up to a machine. That was actually a Celebrite machine that was doing that, right? So that's that's where we got our start. And then, uh, you know, coming into the, the mid early 2000s, six, seven, eight, I don't know the exact time frame. we kind of figured out, well, we can move the data there. You know, is there a way to do this for law enforcement to do a lawful extraction of that data? And, yes. and that kind of birthed our, our forensic um, journey, if you will. Uh, we've, of course, have since sold off the other side of the business. We don't do the, we're not in the transfer business anymore. We're, we're all in on forensics. Um, and, and we've since expanded from digital, you know, just, just mobile forensics to a complete digital intelligence suite, right? So we have the, the, the extraction or what we refer to as the collection and review portion okay. where we can get the data out. We have the analyze portion where we can now take that data because there's so much of it. Okay, and yep. use leverage things like artificial intelligence and machine learning, which we'll, I know we're going to talk yes. about here in a little bit, to help help investigators make sense of the data. And then we've just recently released a management suite as well. So that that being allowing the investigators and the the labs to actually manage the cases and the evidence that's coming in. Um, aside from that, we have our computer forensics side. Uh, we have uh, an open source intelligence uh, solution that we're going to be releasing here in the next few months. So okay. Some really cool stuff that's happening at Celebrite. Uh, of course, you know, being that we're on a, a, an IASIS uh, training event, it's important to mention that we do also offer training. Yes. Um, of course, ours is uh, what we refer to typically in, this, in the industry as vendor-specific training in yep. that the training we do does cover the basic techniques. So, so say instance for the for the Celebrite Certified Operator course, we're going to teach you how to do forensically sound extractions, but it's also going to teach you how to successfully do it with our tool. Okay. Um, and it's important from, from both sides, in my opinion, to have the vendor-specific training yes. so that when you go up into the courtroom and you go testify and say, yep, I did an extraction and this is the data I found, you have a certification that backs you up and says, I knew what I was doing when I used this tool. Yes. And then the vendor-neutral training that you do, yes. which is... I, I, I did the extraction and I reviewed the data and it doesn't matter where I reviewed the data, but I understood what I was looking at when I did it. Yep. So, so yeah, so that's where Celebrite is, um, you know, constantly growing, constantly evolving. Um, you know, we're trying and, and of course we're here, right, to, to kind of make those contacts and network and to make sure it's important people that understand that we're not just a big giant corporation, right? right? We try right. to be law enforcement partners. Uh, or, or what we sometimes refer to as trusted advisors, and that we're here to work with you guys. It's not just about, you know, click the renew button every year or whatever. Right. We want you guys to be able to talk to us and tell us what you need and then let us help you out. So That's good. Um, I know I, I use the product. It's, it's one of the uh, 
tools and my toolbox. Obviously, it's always important to have an array of tools, an excellent tool. We enjoy it. Awesome. Well, so, glad yeah. to hear that. Absolutely. You heard it here from Waz. <laughs> uh, bicep. No, I'm just kidding. Um, try to stay away. Actually, try to stay away from that on our podcast. I don't, <laughs> don't want to be a... We're not. Uh, we promised our listeners when we started. This is not a. This is not a marketing. Sure, it's quasi, not, not the infomercial, se, right? It's not the infomercial, yeah. um, but it is important. I think that people understand who we are, what we do. So, yeah. um, so kind of transitioning, and we talked about it a little before yes. with things like artificial intelligence and stuff. But things are changing in forensics exponentially and very quickly um, with artificial intelligence. In two years, will be batteries for the robots. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's chat GBT. I mean, it's, it's happening. Um, we're going to be putting plastic eggs and goop, and we are literally going to be just a life source for the robots. So I'm not sure I'm ready to go that far yet. <laughs> it was in Terminator. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, I, I will say that I do, uh, I do try to be very nice to chat GPT when yeah, I yes. make requests. I say thank you and please, just in case it does go that direction. But we're seeing it. Uh, obviously, there's been this perceived meteoric rise of yes, artificial right. intelligence in the last few months. Um, ChatGPT was the big one that hit the scene, and then several of the other you know, uh, te tech companies, I say tech, right? Microsoft being, you know, right. um, Google, they, they started coming out with their own, or at least maybe publicly releasing what's presumably been in existence right. already for years, uh, and now we're seeing it here. We've used artificial intelligence for quite a long time. Um, I really think from from a forensic standpoint, I think there's actually good implications to it. Sure. So um, just just by way of example, we can go now to ChatGPT and say, tell me about XYZ or write me a story on this, right? Tell me about stuffed puppies, whatever it is. Right. There, I think what we'll start to see is a shift in that artificial intelligence for you as an examiner to go in and say, I'm looking for evidence of this crime. Right. And the artificial intelligence may be able to go through data for you, right? Because we're talking gigabytes or terabytes of data uh, and, and find results, right? Yes. I'm looking for evidence of drug dealing. Hey, here's some communications I yes. found that might be related to drug dealing. It's not going to take your job. It's still going to be up to you as the examiner or the investigator to verify, validate, make sure that evidence is solid, which is part of what you guys are teaching in there, right? right? Part of what we teach in our training. Um, but I think it's going to change things, and I think it's going to do it for the better. What are your thoughts? Uh, yes, I agree. Some of it does exist um, in, in some capacities with all the softwares, and it, it, is, it, it is extremely helpful. Uh, but one a thought I have in the back of my head is, will artificial intelligence actually eventually replace the forensic examiner? Will it get, will it get so detailed that it will be will be minimalized and just the, 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 the art AI will do it all for us where there's not really a need for a, a human interface or human action uh, during the forensic examination. Yeah, I, I understand. I don't think it can. And my reasons why, one, you know, somebody's still got to extract the data, right? Sure. Uh, somebody's still got to review, verify, validate that data. Because at the end of the day, AI is still a computer. It's still a machine. Right. And it can still be coded to do whatever that coder wants it to do, even if right. we don't think it is. Um, so I think that's going to kind of preclude AI from taking over too much. Um, the other thing is that somebody has to get up and testify. Because, yes. Because you have to remember, and I know you're well aware, in the in this job, anybody that's in a law enforcement position has the ability, you get up on the stand and you have someone's 
future, someone's life, someone's civil rights in your hands. Correct. Right? So your job as the examiner is to testify to the truth. It doesn't matter which way that truth goes. You have to testify to what the data says. Um, I don't think AI can do that. And I, if, it, if it can, it's going to be, in my opinion, a decade or more. Okay. Um, but I, honestly, I realistically don't think it'll ever be able to a point where it can get up and testify. Uh, I don't know. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't know like it's going to happen next March. But there was that one story that came out in the news a couple months ago where uh, uh, AI couldn't read the CAPTCHA verification on a website. Right. And AI actually hired a human to, to manually kick, click through the CAPTCHAs to give AI access to it. And then when the guy... Uh, asked AI if he was a machine or what was up with him, the AI uh, lied to him and said he was a man hard of sight and couldn't see. So there's, <laughs> so there's manipulation already. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying the matrix is happening, but it's incredible how the, the, it's manipulating humans. Number one, it, it put a human on a payroll, and number two, it's, it's, it's lying to them. You know, yeah. it's, it's manipulating them. So that's, it's fascinating and scary at the same time, um, but with all good things, there's always the evilness to yeah. it. There's always there's always both sides to it. So. And I, I think that's, I think it's going to come down to coding in the end, yeah. right? Um, we've seen it with GPT, with ChatGPT. You know, initially, um, it's it's funny when I when I look on forums and subreddits and things like that, and people are finding ways to get around its uh -huh. restrictions. Everybody, anybody that's ever used ChatGPT is familiar with the, oh, I'm sorry, I'm an AI, I can't do. Anything that would be unethical, right. or whatever, stuff right. like that. And people were finding ways. Well, if I if I word it this word it way and do it, that, right. but what you what what you may have noticed if you use it at all is that that's slowly being chipped away at. I think the developers are doing the same thing, and they're looking, going, "Hey, we need to knock out this avenue." Yeah. Of, I would be surprised now if if ChatGPT or whatever AI it was that did the the high, right. hire yeah. a human yeah. for a captcha thing, which I think is amazing. <laughs> um, I would be surprised if it was able to do that again. I feel like it would have been. Um, I don't know the right word, not neutered, but maybe neutered, right? From, sure, right. From the capability to, to do that action, um, which I think is, you know, I think it's a necessity because, you know, it prevents the rise of the machines, right? It is. So, it's, but all in all, my, my thought, my argument is, is I, think, I think we should look at it cautiously, but I think it's going to be a net positive. No, it for, is. For it, society, yeah. but also for forensics as a whole. And I yes. don't think it's going to take our jobs. All right. Well, good. Not at least for, you know, another 20 years. At when least I until you're retired yeah. and who cares, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. When, I'm, okay. when I'm good, done and retired uh, you know, <laughs> in, in my 60s, and I certainly welcome our AI overlords. Yeah. Okay. So. Make sure that's clear on the recording so when it comes back later. <laughs> yeah, uh, And this gets indexed into, yes. into ChatGPT. Because this will be on the internet and yeah. it will be saved we in the archives. The, we go on the good list. Yes. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so AI def definitely one of the one of the changes and that I think and I think is good that we talk about it as far as forensics um, because we always mention you know in training or whatever is that this this is ever changing. Correct. Right? Um, they're going through this class today. It's two yep. weeks, and next week something in here could be obsolete. One hundred percent because it's it's ever-evolving yes. um, computers, mobile devices, whatever it is, they're always being changed, they're always being optimized, more, more secured, yes. uh, whatever it is. And so um, I think it's important to keep on top of what's coming, right? Right. Or what's happening, what, what, what's, what changes have we seen? As far as changes that we have seen, right, shifts that we've seen, mm -hmm. um, especially in the, and I keep, I'm pointing, the camera doesn't know what I'm pointing at, I'm pointing behind me, which is 
or behind the camera, which is where the big room is, the trainers, um, the people that are back there trying to mess me up and make faces, <laughs> which I'll get that back later. Um, but I'm pointing back there because they're the ones that are doing this. They're the ones that are in this training class. Um, dead box forensics, right? You know, right. That, that get the get the hard drive out, image the hard drive, and then they're going through file systems today. God rest their souls, where they're learning about all these things and and you know yeah, trying believe, to yeah, sweet today, bites. I think it's X Fat Day. Uh, is, is it, it is it, it X Fat Day? NTFS. NTFS. NTFS Day. Yeah. And uh, anyway, thank you. Um, <laughs> Hey, that's show business. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's uh, let's let's do a live show in front of everyone. That'll work out perfectly. Um, but in the realm of forensics, we've seen a growth in cloud services. As you well. have software as a service. Yes. So so, so you have your software as a service, um, which I think is has to me two things to talk about there with forensics. One is you guys as examiners are more and more having to rely rely on cloud search warrants. Uh, Correct. Or any kind of investigation into cloud. Um, and then two is the, the future of forensics from a SaaS perspective. Yes. So those of you that aren't aware of what's going on, the basic class is going back into session. And what that necessitates is the, uh, the, the row coaches, which are the instructors yeah. coming out and yelling at them to come in. Um, so that's happening right now. It's going to quiet down. It's a strict 10 minutes. It is a 10 strict minutes 10 minutes. The, yeah, they, they get you back in yeah, there. Yeah, I'll tell you what. They do not play. I used to teach here at IASIS, and we were on the specialized side, and we were much less strict. It was kind of, you know, take your break, and then if you can make it back in in a reasonable amount of time, we'd appreciate it. But if not, you know, do what you got to do. And the lunches. I, I, you know, as you know, I taught mobile device forensics as, as well yeah, after yeah. you for a couple of years. You know, lunches were a little bit easier. Get, get them out at eleven thirty before the big class gets beat in. Beat the rush. And, yeah, beat yeah. it in. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as regimented. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, what are you seeing as far as cloud right now, for invest from an investigation perspective? Well, just the basic, you know, cloud forensics. Um, nothing is stored locally on a machine anymore. Mm. You know, you can't go to somebody's house and or business or school and you know grab a computer, go back and examine it. It still happens to, to some regard, but. Sure. Uh, most of the information's somewhere else. It, it, it's you know in the cloud. Office 365. Okay? Yeah. IASIS uses Office 365. That's what we use to to manage this whole organization. Yeah. It, it's based on is based on that. From uh, running it as a business and running it as as a, in the training unit or organization as a whole. Yeah. Okay. We use it. My agency uses it. Um, but then you know we have. You know, other services you have you know, Google. Everything on there is pretty much you know, everything is pretty much the cloud if you're sending it over. Right. So it's just a matter of just you know doing your proper uh, uh, legal due diligence to, to, to get the information. Yep. Yeah. And then I mean, you have I mean, aside from even just those the typical uh, cloud apps or SaaS type apps yes. that we're talking about, you also have your cloud services like social media. So right? yes, correct. Which is where everyone lives nowadays. Yes. Um, and a lot of people don't realize, and speaking from a mobile forensics uh, perspective, because the question comes up a lot, I extracted this phone, I got the, let's say for instance, Facebook messages, there's no pictures. Well, that's because the pictures aren't stored on the Sto device, they're stored where? Yeah. Correct. In the cloud. Um, so have you guys, from your perspective, from a, as, and, and was, in, I know we didn't mention it at the beginning, but you're active in law enforcement, yes. you're, you're an examiner and an investigator, have you noticed that shift over the last, what do you think, five, ten years, that it's gone heavily where every every investigation slow you know initially was maybe a computer now it's always has a phone correct now what percentage of your investigations are going to have a cloud component um, well if it's a phone it's going to have a cloud component i mean it, you know, unless you have the, one of the jitterbugs from walmart it, it's going to be a cloud component and and you're right about that when you said it's going to be missing you know 
investigators will bring us a phone and say, find us everything. Well, they're, of course, they're not going to have everything on Facebook. We may, if you don't have it, we may be able to give you user information for Facebook where you can then serve them with legal process, yep. and then they, they could give you all the information from that account um, uh, that's connected with that phone. Yeah. The other thing that you have to uh, worry about, which I don't know if everybody thinks about this, is you know, if, I'm, if, I'm examining, if I'm examining a phone, or say you know, the phone's on, the phone has to be on for the most part when you're doing an exam, yeah. all right, and you do not have the, if you're not forensically sound at all and you are, uh, don't have the phone in airplane mode, and you click on, and you have a search warrant for the phone, all right, you're, you're covered sure. physically yeah. for the yeah. phone, yeah. but then you see the Facebook app, and then you click on that Facebook app, okay, that Facebook opens, you have now left the realm of the phone, and yep. you are now in the cloud, right. which you need a certain uh, separate search warrant for. Yep. So you have now overstepped your your scope. Yep. Okay, so that, that's something to be very, uh, very aware of. I, I, I believe it's in training; it, it, it's 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 given to you. But you know, maybe the, the road officer that doesn't isn't exactly you know educated in it or something like that. You got to be very careful of uh, of what you're doing what you're doing with that phone where you're leaving it, because you can't actually leave the phone itself and, and enter the cloud. So yeah. that's just that's an important aspect. That's a great point. Um, I know for our, our cloud software, we actually require a, a, an explicit acknowledgement for every search. You're going to be accessing somebody else's server. Make sure you have legal yes. authority to do so, whether yes. it's consent from the owner of the data. Even then, in some jurisdictions, that's questionable because I'm still accessing Facebook's right. server. Um, or make sure you have the, the search authority to that to right. that server. Yeah, and and that's something that happens too with the schools. The schools love giving out Chromebooks. Yeah, okay, a Chromebook has what thirty two gigabytes of space. There's nothing on that Chromebook. Right. Okay, because the schools want to manage everything. So uh, you know, we'll get a we'll get a Chromebook from a school, usually in a bomb threat type situation. You know, the student doesn't want to take the test or whatever, and uh, the, the officer will come to us and you know get everything you can off this thing. Well, number one, it's it's very difficult to do anything with a Chromebook. Number two, if you that, that's that's the school's property. Talk right. to the school's IT unit; they could pull the stuff off off their Office 365 or whatever you well Office 365 or, or from the Google accounts uh, or using it and, and and get it that way because there's not going to be much on the device. Maybe a couple pictures or anything like that, but all the information is pushed out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a changing world for it sure. Is. And I mean, it it's, is. It's it's almost again. I mentioned ChatGPT was like meteoric. It's almost feels meteoric sometimes with the rise of, of the cloud because you know five five yes. to seven years ago it was it was there but not not to the degree like it is today. No, no, not um, not at all. Not at all. Where actual institutions are, are using it. You know, it's not just for the for the for the individual hospital systems, school systems, you know, government agencies. Yeah, everybody uses it. Yep, yep, and so. That kind of covers the cloud from the investigative perspective, right? For the investigation perspective, and is coming in is just playing this huge role in forensics now. Um, and the other shift that I'm seeing from from the vendor side, from the Celebrite side, is the shift to to SaaS as a platform for for us, for mm -hmm. for vendors um, to to host uh, you know our products. And so we've at Celebrite have started that shift. We're actually developing a, a platform that will be SaaS based and. Um, you know, we'll still obviously there will always kind of be that on-prem component. Right. It's going to be kind of hard to extract a phone over the cloud, um, but we're seeing the shift. And I'm, I'm curious from your perspective, uh, from both the IASIS perspective and as a law enforcement officer, what are your what are your thoughts on this? Because a lot of people are scared of SaaS, they're scared of right. cloud <laughs> from a law enforcement perspective. Um, well, I think 
uh, for me in my actual job, it would be nice not to have to constantly worry about updates. Yeah. Okay, that, that, that becomes automatic. You guys are doing all the updating. Um, we don't have to, oh, I'm not running the latest version. I got to download it, put it on. It's, it sounds like, a, like it's not a big deal, but it would be nice to have that fluid thing where I'm always using the, the newest and greatest yes. software out there. Yeah. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, also, with that, it, it, it's, I, I think it would, become, it would be lighter, lighter and more efficient, I believe, yes. you know, more, less clunky. Yeah. So I, I actually look forward to that trend. I, I don't mind that at all. Yeah. And that's, um, you I mean, you hit the nail on the head for some of the primary benefits, right? So the, the SaaS solutions that we have out today um, is exactly that, right? You, we, we'll, we handle the updates. So you'll, you know, and I actually just logged into one of ours today, and, and I didn't realize this, but what is today, the 26th? So yesterday, they updated it. And of course, it was seamless to me. It was transparent. Right. I logged in. I got a pop-up that said, hey, it's been updated. Here's your changes, yeah. right? Which happens all over the world and with, you know, all kinds of stuff we log into all the time. And it's like, this has been updated. Here's what's changed. Right. It's really interesting seeing it from the forensic perspective. Um, and the second thing is, you, you know, you said it's more lightweight. One, it's, it's easier on your computers. Correct. It's yes. easier on, hopefully, the investigator's computers. And it's easier on your IT as well. Um, you know, and, and a, lot of, a lot of times we'll, we'll face pushback from IT for going cloud, uh, but it's helpful to help them understand, like, hey, this is one less thing for you to have to manage, right? Correct. You, you manage your connection to, to, to the server, to the, to the cloud, uh, and we'll manage all the rest of it for you. Right. So I think it's, um, again, they say, say we call it a net positive, whatever it is, I think it's a positive shift for the industry as a whole. I think that's where the industry is going to go. It's just, where, yeah, it's, it's just where everything's going. It's seeming it, yeah. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be a good thing, and I think our biggest challenge will be helping law enforcement uh, agencies, right, and command to understand that it's not necessarily a big, scary thing. Right. Um, it's new, and it's different, and what I always say, like, cops hate change, right? Right. Um, but I think it's going to be really cool. So I would, you know, say look look for that, pay attention, but I would also say, you know, do, do the research into it as a law enforcement officer or user or executive and kind of understand what it is and why it's going that direction. And right. it's not, you know, it's not a, it's not a magic place where it's, they say cloud is just somebody else's computer, right? But we're talking about, you know, government cloud environments where where really important things are kept already. Right. There's no reason that we can't right. leverage that that same capability, that yeah. same technology. Correct. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, what else? What do we what else do we have on our agenda here? Well, you, where you, do you want to go? Wait, wait, one more thing on that lightness. Yeah, you you've been doing this just as long as me, but there, there used to be that one uh, forensic software that you you had to load up all the databases for. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're, you're talking about lighter versus heavy. That was a very heavy machine. And then if those databases, uh, you know, corrupted or, or did not work, you had to reload everything. So yep. it would cost you a day, day and a half at a time uh, trying to get things to work. So that's why it's, it's I like I liked a little bit of the, the seamlessness and almost the, um, uh, like I said, the efficiency of, of, of something like that. Yep. You know, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did talk about, you know, we keep talking about shifts and changes. Technology, the, the, the massive technology growth we have uh, in the world, that affects everybody. Right. Okay? If you're at the grocery store, you could access your refrigerator from an app, and it could look inside the refrigerator, and it has recognition of what products you have in there, and it'll tell you what you need. Right. So you're at the grocery store, do I need milk? And you could go in there and look inside your fridge. It's you can watch TV from your refrigerator. Yeah. All right? Almost everything has a hard drive perspective or a hard drive component. 
in it now. It's, it's very difficult. I mean, maybe not the plush toys we have out here, but, you know but soon, right, there could yeah. be a listening device. <laughs> they are from, they are from go government entities. But yes, it's, it's, it's a massive just swell of technology, which we've always, we always advanced, you know, since the dawn of time, industrial revolution, but it's exponentially happening quicker and, and, yes. and, and greater. Yeah. Did so. you ever think you would have to do forensics on somebody's fridge? No, I, I did guess. not. I, you know, and, and, you know, I used to make, we used to joke about that, not like, you know, we'd be at parties joking about stuff <laughs> like this. We're not that It's sad. fine. I've been to cop yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's going to yeah. do. It's going to be work-related. Yeah, you know, like doing forensics on a toaster or a refrigerator. You know, the Internet of Things. Yes. You know, every, yeah. everything. It's, um, uh, everything. Everything has an app. You could, you could grill your meats and temperature control everything, you yeah. know, from, from your app. Everything is, every, everything is app-based. Yeah. I could turn on all the lights in my house right now if I wanted to. Yep. Yeah, I could open my garage door if I wanted to. Um, obviously, camera systems. Yes. Okay, I wish. I was a burglary detective for three years. I wish they had ring doorbells when I was there. Yeah. yeah. I could just sit at my desk and be like, yeah, you got a ring doorbell video? Yeah, just go ahead and email it to me. Yep. Yeah, I just sit at my desk and watch ring doorbell videos and yep. blink video systems. So that, that's, that's, a, you know, that, that's a great tool where um, back then we, we did not have it. Nobody had security cameras. And now it's, it's, you're almost shocked when somebody does not have a, some sort of camera system yeah. uh, in their house. Yeah. It's so. funny enough, that's actually the one place where I chose to not go cloud is my video system. It stays local to my okay. house. Yeah. Um, I, I used to have a... Um, a, a cloud subscription video service. Um, I just wanted to get away with that, yeah. get away from that, and uh, and went went local, which I can still access it remotely. So I okay, can still good. I can yeah. still stream it over the cloud. I can still trigger to because it only records on motion, but I can still trigger a recording if I need to and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but everything is still right there on local hard drives and uh, and easily accessible for me. It's, it's just uh, you know I don't know personal choice I guess, and I didn't want to pay the subscription fees anymore, but. Um, it's definitely there, and it's definitely for law enforcement an advantage. Yes, uh, to absolutely. Have access to that yes, stuff. Yes, yeah. yes. And and the Amazon delivery guy. So, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you can let you can let him in the house. Let him in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's always you know it's always good to get you get that motion notification. You see your packages there. Yep. So you get a little bit excited. Yep. Yeah. Or you could tell the solicitors to go away. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to buy your your solar panels or anything like that. You don't even have to get up off the couch. You can lay on the couch, <laughs> doorbell rings, you look at it, you're like, nah, go away. Sir, I can see you on your couch. Yeah, yeah. I'm not no, home. I'm, I'm not, not home. home, right. Dogs are barking. You know, the office is on. It's the dinner episode of the, uh, of the office. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not getting up for this guy. To, I'm not buying shutters. No, not at all. Yeah, it's a new world. It is. So, Well, with the, with the new world comes the challenges for us in law enforcement, yeah. you know, keep, keeping up, you know, staying current with all this. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier the road officer. It's almost to the point where uh, police agencies should be issuing out Faraday bags, yeah. okay, to, to their officers. Yeah. Uh, much like we, you know, uh, like anything else we carry, body cameras, Narcan, Faraday bags. Because yeah. that's, you know, one remote wipe away from just, you know, bricking that phone. 100%. Um, a little bit of a cost, but it's cost versus, you know, results and success. Right, exactly. So, and that's, a, it's everything in law enforcement. Everything, yeah. everything does, does come with typically a cost, right? You, right. You weigh it against like, hey, would I like to solve this crime and spend a few extra dollars or do I just want to go ahead and take that right. risk? Like, um, I've seen it. So um, I actually op had a, um, a phone come in back when I was working at my agency and a phone came in and uh, there's a request. So I went and pulled it from evidence, and it was this giant package. Uh -huh. They put it in a paint can. 
which is something. So we would do like, you know, our trainings yep. uh, to patrol and stuff and like, hey, here's some things you can do to get the phone off the network. And I said, like, if you put it in a paint can or yep. whatever. The arson can. The arson can. Yes, right, right, right yeah. Um, which is a, a paint can. Right. <laughs> a little bit of a thicker wall, But you know what it was? That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. paint can company needed to supplement their yeah. income. So, hey, we now have arson cans. So that's what it was. I had this giant package, and I was yeah. like, what is this thing? I opened it up. Sure enough, their phone's inside, um, which was also a fun challenge to reach in, try to get the phone, get it in my Faraday box yeah, know, before right. it yes. completes the connection. Um, I think Faraday bags are the way to go there. Absolutely. Uh, one, it saves you a little bit of space, but two, it, it it's a little bit easier to manipulate the device when you can actually get to the device. Right. Um, I agree with you. I think we're seeing this overarching need for law enforcement as a whole to modernize. Correct. And I don't know if it comes back to law enforcement's um, general resistance. I don't want to say general resistance to change, but there kind of has been. Like, this has been working for X number of years. We don't need to change what we're doing now, right? We're right. solving crimes, whatever. But if there's more efficient, more effective ways to solve crimes, um, I think it's something that... that agencies should take a look at yes um so you, you know from the faraday bags to to getting you know better you know more equipment more products whatever it is right products that can leverage artificial intelligence yes um you know or you know have a better way of helping to manage evidence and stuff like that right to make your job let's say easier right um and also reduce things like lost devices or lost evidence, uh, reduce time to evidence. Right. You know, so if you sit there and you have to go through a phone and it takes you 20 hours of work sure. to find the smoking gun, if you will, uh, but AI could have done it in 15 minutes, why not leverage that? And sure. It takes your backlog down. It does all that stuff. Um, are you seeing a shift, a modernization in law enforcement from your perspective? Um, yes, uh, but like you said, begrudgingly, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, the modern, uh, you know, education has a lot to do with it. Yes. I mean, all, all police officers know not to go into a crime scene, step in a pool of blood, and then walk through the crime scene contaminating it. Sure. Well, don't forget, every, every scene is also a digital-based crime scene. Uh, you know, so collection is, is needed, proper collection, proper handling of, of the equipment. Um, I, I see... You know, as far as that, just responding to a technological digital crime scene, I see it as most agencies are begrudgingly uh, saying yes to it, but also they, they do realize it. Because all it takes is one, one mess up from a department on something that they don't have or didn't do, or becomes an ego situation where one agency, local agency or any agency, uh, has some modernization to it, has some tools, uh, and another agency does not. It becomes a little bit of an ego thing, and then that's when they that was when it really pushes them to yeah. to, to follow suit. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, I uh, I agree with you. You know, one hundred percent. We're definitely we're seeing that need. And you mentioned you know it takes that one bad yes. incident yes. right to affect change. Um, sometimes the good ones help too, right? You know, okay, you sure. know a, a, a strong solve, yes. a strong yes. case that, that, you know, is garners media attention or, or is successful in, in, right. in court, you know, and command can see that and they say, oh, wow, you did that with the phone or yes. you did that with the computer. All right. How, why don't, why don't I see more of that? Well, because X, Y, Z, right? We're right. overloaded. We don't have the software we need, whatever yes. it is. And that can that can affect change too. And I agree with you. I think it's an educational thing. I think yes, uh, we we're we're working on a series. We it's recorded. I'm I'm releasing it now um, with some uh, retired law enforcement commanders, and it talks to this modernization, you know, of of law enforcement, especially when it comes to any kind of digital evidence, right? 
um, and the fact that we need you know better software, right? Even right. it, it, it doesn't have to be celebrate, right? But it's just good. something has to be done, um, and that's one of the overarching themes that we've come back to is executives, you know, law enforcement, but particularly executives have to be educated on what it is, why it's important, right? right? And then to try and understand, you know, why, because some of this stuff is costly, but research is costly, right? All this, all the work that it takes to actually develop this stuff, you know, we don't have the scale of Microsoft, right? You can go, you can go buy a copy of Office for a hundred bucks, right? Right, but that's because there's millions of copies millions available. Of, right. We don't have that scale, so you know, there's costs associated to it, but the the, the costs are there for a reason. Um, you know, it's not it's not just arbitrary, but I think it's I think it's important to help executives understand, like, hey, like. You know, you 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 paid whatever it was, you know, a hundred thousand dollars for that cool truck to to break down doors or whatever right. it is. Right. Um, but which is which is great. But let's 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 shift some money. You know, um, let's give up a car for a year, whatever it is, right? And and make sure that our our investigators are equipped with the tools they need right. to work from a digital uh, perspective. Yeah, and yeah, and and you'll see that. I mean, I've I've seen it over the years, which my agency has been very good with. Uh, Giving us the tools we need. Right. Um, I, I've never. I'm actually spoiled in that regard. No, um, no. I know where you work, and I know yeah. you, you guys are very well taken care of. Um, you know, and and a lot of agencies are. And I, I'm not trying to. I'm definitely not trying to, to to put down or disparage any any agencies at all. But I mean, I I see a wide difference. Even here in the state of Florida, I'll go to one agency, and they'll have the most beautiful lab you could ever imagine. Right. right? They have everything they need. They're well equipped. They don't have to go anywhere. And then we have other agencies that have like a uh, you know a guy in an office, um, you know, with with one one product. And if he wants to do anything outside right. of what you, that the, product can do, yeah. he's on the road for an hour to go somewhere that has the things that they need. And it's it's I mean it's kind of crazy that, that that it's like that. But I understand funding's different in different yeah. places. But uh, man, it'd be it'd be really nice when we can get you know most agencies to a place where they are fully self sufficient, fully equipped. Um, to, to tackle any challenge that comes right. their way. So, and I, I notice a lot of agencies, especially if like there's a, a bunch of small agencies, they'll form a little conglomerate and go in together on products, mm -hmm. and they all just pay, pay their share, and you know they, they kind of make it a group effort type situation, yep. and associate the costs, almost like a little mini you know regional you know yep. lab. That, yeah. That's pretty much what it becomes. But it's a great way of workaround for these small agencies who maybe you know don't have the time to send it to the, you know, the state police or the FBI or the Secret Service, where they just create, they they just they they form their little village and, and get it done, you know. But that's, I mean, that's it, it gets it done. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I've I've seen it. I've been a part of agencies that have done that. Um, I've seen agencies completely, you know, kind of. I've seen agencies come to. It's been really cool. Come to like a realization, like oh, we have to affect a change and completely do it, like yeah. 180 change, right? Oh, all the money's going here. Um, one in particular here in Florida that, that built an entire computer unit from nothing um, based off of an, an observed need to change and education to the right mm -hmm. people. Um, but yeah, the task force option is, is always, I think, I think a good effective option. I think it's really cool when they do that. It's always nice to see law enforcement working together. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's a, it's a family, but sometimes it can be like a family and you have, you know, brotherly spats with right. each other and you right. can't touch my toys and right. that sort of thing. And I think it's something that we got to get, we got to put aside, you know, and uh, and and really work together because the mission should be the same across the board, right? Is put bad people away right. yes. so they can't do the bad things that they're doing anymore, right? Or make sure that we're not putting a good person away, right? Correct, just, just people, the same way, so, exactly. Um, our job, our job is to, you know, collect the facts and report them. Report That's, the truth. That yep. that is it. That yep. collect the facts. 
And uh, yeah, that's um, my, uh, my old, I, I patented it because I'm the first one that heard say it, but it is, uh, data doesn't lie, right? People right. lie, people lie yes. data doesn't, right? right? So the data is what the data is, and if you can use that to, to understand the crime or understand what happened or what didn't happen, um, because I've exonerated people through digital evidence, and it's it's it is what it is. And the investigators are disappointed. I spend all my time looking at this guy, and you go back and like, hey man, this mm -hmm. is not your guy, right? Um, but it's better than putting someone in prison for something they didn't do. Absolutely. So um, at the end of the day, I think we all have a responsibility to do the the job and do it the right way. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what else. Anything else you, you can think of? We should. You want to hit on why we're here? No. Um... My old captain, the man who hired me and started my career in uh, digital forensics, he's actually in the OSINT class. Oh, is he? Yeah. Nice. Uh, a little shout out to our podcast. He was looking for OSINT training and uh, Googled it and came across my our very first podcast, which this is before uh, Kyle was on board. So it was a little, you know, like the first episode of Seinfeld compared to the last episode <laughs> of Seinfeld. There was some production increases. But he, he found out about uh, OSINT training through our podcast, and he's in the class right now. I saw him in the hallway. Awesome. So, yeah, the man, the man who hired me. Well, so, good. Yeah, the man responsible for me being here next to you right now speaking. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's, that's, that's great to hear. I, I think, I mean, podcasts, the companies and, and, and IASIS, the organizations, are, are breaking into this space as well, which is really cool. Uh, so for my people, car from an allocated subscribers, go check out IASIS. Right now you guys are on YouTube. YouTube, but... Sounds like you're expanding. We just we just got on Apple today, and this podcast will be on Apple, um, and other avenues will be coming soon, but we are on Apple, finally. Cool. So, yes. Awesome. Um, so yeah, go, go, to, go to YouTube, hit the, smash that like button, um, hit that subscribe <laughs> button for, uh, for Waz uh, and the IASIS podcast. Um, or on Apple, if, you, if you're like me and you listen to it while you're driving around to yes. and fro. Um, then if you want to say something nice about my podcast, that'd be great. I've known Matt now since uh, 2012. We started uh, in, you know, met each other in Hoover, Alabama. That's right. At that trusted and well, uh, uh, what do I say, not well craved. What's the word I'm looking for? Everybody wants to go there because yes, it's so nice. Uh, yes, it craved, uh, whatever. Craved, yeah. <laughs> I crave my NCFI. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's, yes, <laughs> the, the education, the, the equipment. So yes. Matt and I have known each other for, uh, yeah, over 10 years. Over 10 years. Um, wow. Personality plus, he's always had this personality. Uh, yeah, please check out uh, that podcast. I know, I know I've, I've watched past episodes. Um, Great. Um, yeah, I, I counted it as a working lunch, you know, but it, it, it worked. You have a great product. I look forward to more of your episodes. Awesome. Uh, it was and kind of sad when you laid off it for a while, so, yeah. Yeah, work, uh, work, real work. Yeah, away. yeah, I understand, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we're, 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 we're back up and running. Uh, we have a lot of good support, and uh, like I said, we're, we're on all the, we're on all the podcatchers now, so you can go to Spotify and YouTube or you, Spotify and Apple um, or wherever you get your podcasts. You should be able to find us. Um, and this should sig signal our break into the YouTube uh, realm. So we already do have a YouTube channel. Should be able to start seeing our podcast on there now with our first uh, video episode here with Waz. So um, Waz, uh, I really appreciate your support. IASIS's yep. uh, support, everything you do. We're happy to, to sponsor you guys at these events and help you guys get it because this is a nonprofit. Um, nonprofit, right? Yeah, it's absolutely, a nonprofit. yes. Everybody here is volunteers. Nobody's getting paid. Uh, to do that, and so Celebrite's really happy to to help support that effort. Um, we we give uh, we some of our like I said employees, our instructors here are, are teaching some of the classes, uh, doing row coaching, which is helping out the the, the students. 
Um, so, so thank you guys, and, and thank you specifically for uh, inviting me on the podcast and Abs- absolutely doing the absolutely the collab. Um, and, and thank you for being here, and thank you for the swag. I got a quick shout out to their swag. All the vendors have great swag, but this is a fantastic notebook uh, you, you guys are offering. Yeah. Um, and of course, you got your little monkey. This is ASCII, our mascot. She's a, a digital evidence dog, uh, and of course, a little police car. And then we have our celebrate training. Squishy car, which I've just yes. been throwing at Kyle all week. Yeah, that's, that's um, it's perfect for that. It's been great because our booth is right across from theirs. So, so again, thank you. It's been great. This is yes. wonderful. I'm glad we can yeah. sit down together yeah. and looking forward to hopefully make this a regular thing. Do that would next be year. that would be great. Cool. All right, Matt. Always Plus, a pleasure. Right. Yes, yes. Care, sunny bud. Orlando, Florida. That's ladies right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs>